Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Comics and Coffee, starting your day off the nerdy way. I'm your host, Nikki Alfaro, and I'm here again with Joey Matthews. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, so, nothing big happened since Talking Comics, you know, Image had their expo. It was a little thing. Yeah. Lots of news there. Um, lots of things to be excited about. Um, I'll go through the list. Uh, we're going to discuss which titles we're going to definitely pick up. Um, and I guess it started with the Invincible reboot, mm -hmm. which... Um, do you read Invincible? Nope. No? no um, but it I, sounds interesting. I pick it up here and there. I went through a phase where I just breezed through like 10 volumes and then forgot all about it. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting. It's uh, the main character, Mark, finds himself going back in time, I guess. And now he's reliving everything that happened from the first volume, knowing what's going to happen. Oh, cool. Um, and it feels like something out of a fan fiction. <laughs> but since it's... That's not crazy, always a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, that'll be interesting. I'll definitely check it out. Um, next was Codename Babushka, The Conclave of Death. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, written by Anthony Johnston, um, who's, who created The Fuse. Um, and with art by Shari Chankama. Um, codename Babushka has everything you'd expect from me, a kick-ass female hero, bags of tension, and deep, dark secrets that everyone's trying to figure out. The enigmatic Contessa is a wealthy socialite, the last heiress to a noble Russian line, and secretly a deadly assassin. Meant to carry out dirty jobs, even the CIA can't sanction. She's got nothing to lose and everything to fight for. The first issue hits October 2015. I swear this is like the fourth Russian spy comic that's out <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds cool. Like, um, like that they're saying it's going to be like basically Bond. Yeah, is interesting. Um, Camp Midnight. Yeah, um, I want to get that one. <laughs> Steven Seagal <laughs> and New Yorker artist Jason Adam Katzenstein. Mm -hmm. Katzenstein. Um, it's going to be really cool. The story seems so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an original 256-page graphic novel set to hit stories October 2015. Um, reluctant camper Sky is accidentally sent to the wrong camp for the. For summer, not wanting to please her stepmonster, Sky is dead set on not fitting in. Luckily, that won't be a problem as everyone at Camp Midnight, with the exception of fellow camper and fast friend Maya, seems to be a full fledged monster. That sounds really fun. Yeah, and it's coming out in October, so perfect timing. Mm hmm. Blue Monday, Blue Monday, Thieves Like Us. Um, makes its triumphant return with an all-new series from Eisner and Harvey Award-nominated cartoonist China Cluxton Forrest, um, Blue, Clover, Victor, Allen, and the entire gang from um, Fresburger, California, are back. Winter has thawed into spring. The whole world is thinking about sex, and it's all Blue's fault, or at least it seems that way. 
Haven't read the first one, but it it sounds interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, then there's another Blue Monday title, Germ Free yeah. Adolescence. Um, and it's going to be all the Blue Monday comics collected together. So I guess you could catch up before moving on to the next oh, okay. story. Cool. Um, Scooter Girl, again, by Flores. Um, it's a love letter, love letter to Southern California mod and scooter culture. Uh, scooter Girl is um, Flores' screwball romantic comedy classic. Ashton Archer has it all. He's the biggest man on his high school campus. He's got a huge family fortune waiting for him, and his closest and his closest and his closet and garage are full of the coolest accoutrements available, from flashy suits to swank shoes to a slick Vespa scooter. It appears that nothing can go wrong for this heart hard-headed hottie that is until the confidant and fashion confidant i cannot read today <laughs> it's too it's too early <laughs> i woke up way too early <laughs> um it appears that nothing can go wrong until the confident and fashionable margaret um sheldon motors by on her lambretta at this moment ashton's life takes a turn for the worst um, then we have Throwaways, um, written by Caitlin Kettridge and art by Steve Sanders. Um, Throwaway, Cold War slang for a deniable asset, a disposable assassin meant to die alongside their target. Um, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. And um, the promo art. Based on that, I'm definitely going to pick that up. <clears throat> yeah, it looks pretty cool. Sunset Park. Um, something's up in Sunset Park, and it ain't just the rent. Are Brooklyn's gentrifiers more than just economic vampires? A cartoonist draws a macabre story from a collection of notes, journals, movies, and other eph ephemera. He finds boxed, abandoned, in the studio he's recently rented along the latest front line in gentrification's relentless march over brooklyn in sunset park um it's cool it's a new series it's a limited series so um but it sounds so interesting um it's better to uh <laughs> it's easier to spend money on a limited series <laughs> wait jazz Wait one second. <laughs> you know what? You think I know how technology works. Chaz, you're live. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know why it's not allowing me to use... Ah, there we go. Turn, wait, turn camera on. <sighs> Today's not my day. <laughs> So, uh, this is Shaz. <laughs> hello, hello everyone. Um, he's another friend from the Silver Snail Cafe side. Um, uh, Shaz, you're interrupting my broadcast. <laughs> I know, I just kind of came in. Oh boy, this is why. Oh my goodness. I feel terrible now. <laughs> this is I, I finally get this thing working, and then it's just like, oh, nope, no webcam. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I'm going to keep reading out the titles. You try to figure out okay. the webcam stuff, and then maybe you can um, come in for the Marvel stuff. <laughs> gotcha. I'll just keep quiet in the corner then. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, Slave Punk, another Ron Wimberly um, title. Mm -hmm. um, slave Punk tells the story of how a genius slave defied the powerful King Cotton and ignited the Civil War in an attempt to end slavery. <clears throat> the art looks really pretty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just basing it off this image. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, and it's cool that something like that kind of story can work in like a like single issue format. Mm -hmm. it's not, um, unless it is a graphic novel, and they're just not saying it. But um, cool. next is "Cry Havoc," a new series written by Simon Spurrier, with art by Ryan Kelly, and features colors by Lee Luffridge, um and Matt Wilson, both amazing colorists. Um, Cry Havoc is a journey into a war-torn Afghanistan in the company of monsters, a London street musician savaged by a ghostly hand, and a terrified prisoner tangled in folkloric insurrection. Hmm. Monsters, I'm down. <laughs> uh, Cry Havoc features three parallel and interwoven story threads in the life of Lou Canton, an extraordinary woman being consumed by chaos, with three different colors lending their artistic takes in order to, to define the separate phases of the story. Um, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't and the fact think... that they're describing yeah. it as Pan's Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> Having three different colorists, I think... Um, Will highlight how just just how important they are, yeah. Um, to the art, which like I don't think um, I don't think they get enough credit. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Unless you're Jordi Belair. <laughs> um. Next is uh the book I'm looking forward to most. Um. Shaz, you're making so much noise. <laughs> oh. You know what? I think you guys would just have to not see my face. How about that? All right. <laughs> You're going to have to see this disembodied head. It's okay. It's very dramatic. I like the yeah. headwear. Makes you look very serious. <laughs> very serious. It, it, it looks like you're coming out with an album. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet, sultry tones of my voice. So anyways... Um, I, I, I give up on this, but you know what? I'm going to stick it out. I might as well. Okay. We're on Black Magic. Uh, Black Magic. Which uh, Greg Rucka and artist Nicholas Scott are going to... Um, I guess it's an ongoing. It doesn't say that it's a limited series. Mm -hmm. um, and it's coming out just in time for Halloween. Mm. Okay. It's about witches, kind of, and noir, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> Black Magic follows Rowan Black, robbery homicide detective in the city of Portsmouth, and the latest in a line of traditional witches who can trace their lineage and memories back to before the Library of Alexandria burned. Rowan has carefully built a wall between her professional life and her faith, and now that barrier is cracking. If magic is the power to impose one's own will on reality, where does that leave the rest of us? Uh, so excited. Sounds stellar. Mm, sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. I think like a lot of I don't know, when it comes to image and me, 
I have not ventured into the world of image as much as many people would like me to. <laughs> so I'm still I'm still an, like an image virgin in many ways. Um, but yeah, just I'm just throwing that out there before people start telling me what these titles are. <laughs> just warning everyone ahead of time. But uh, no, I'm I'm very intrigued by by everything that image does. But uh, yeah, no, uh, keep keep uh, uh, sharing what these titles are. I'm, Taking them in. <laughs> Crosswind is the cutting edge story of suave, sharp hitman, hitman from Chicago and a seemingly unremarkable housewife from Seattle and how they accidentally end up switching lives. Um, it's by Gail Simone and Kat Staggs. That mm. also sounds very interesting. Yep. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Goddamned. Um, Southern Bastards writer Jason Aaron and artist R.M. Guerra uh, with colorist Julia... Um, Julia? I don't know. <laughs> Goddamn. Turn their attention to the Bible in the Goddamned. Before the Great Flood, the world is filled with violence and wickedness. In just a couple thousand years, humanity has gone from paradise to depravity and ruin. God is beginning to seriously regret having ever created man in the first place. Uh, new ongoing series to launch from Image in new in um new November. I think we've established that I cannot read today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, well, interesting. It's it's funny because it's also it's also my month of Ramadan right now, so things are kind of getting a little religious with me. So <laughs> it's funny. Oh, that's interesting, huh? All right. So we got the other side deluxe edition. I guess it's a series that Jason Aaron and Cameron Stewart um, did before, but now they're releasing it under Image. Um, then we have Heartless by Warren Ellis, teaming mm. up with Tula Latay. Um, they're the team on Supreme Blue Rose, I believe, um, which I didn't entirely understand. So. I guess it'll be exciting to see them team up for a new story that I can maybe get into. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's a modern folktale about love, revenge, and the deadly grip of the supernatural. Um, a female musician returns to northern England where her family owned a little cottage in the middle of the forest. That sounds... Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds supernatural enough. Warren Ellis, he did the first run of Moon Knight, right? Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I know him as the I know him as the Iron Man extremist writer. He he wrote that, so he sort of was responsible for rebooting Iron Man for the 21st century. So <clears throat> that's how I know him. That's the <laughs> the comic. We all know him differently. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um. Okay, so next is Huck um, by Mark Millar and Raphael Albuquerque, uh, who's the artist for American Vampire. Um, um, there we go. Uh, where do I go? Mark Miller. Millar. Does this guy ever stop writing? <laughs> nope. Nope. He, Making he, too he, much money. <laughs> oh, man. Everything he, he touches is gold. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know some people that would disagree with that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not bringing up their names. I'm, 
just saying gold as in making money wise, not that I uh, like money wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Money I don't like all of this stuff. I basically chrononauts is the only thing I was just like, this is amazing. The only uh, the only thing I ever read by him was probably the Ultimates, but that that gives you a good sense of what kind of writer he is. Uh, not bad. I like his style. But um, I I usually I like um the thing with Miller that I like is he really translates well to people who like watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Like his style is yeah. is very much like that. So it's very cinematic. Yeah, that's, why, so. that's why like Kickass and Kingsman work so well as movies. Yeah, I think I feel this like... one will work as well. Um, uh-huh. the tag here is what if the person you least expected had an amazing secret. Um, he says. Miller says, um, all the best old comics were about people you didn't expect becoming empowered. Peter Parker wasn't a classic hero. He was a lonely teenager. Matt Murdock was blind. Tony Stark had a heart condition. Dr. Donald Blake couldn't walk without a stick. So we wanted to do something incredibly sweet about a small-town guy with learning difficulties who could do all these amazing things. He's the purest, most decent character you've ever seen in a comic book. A big guy who just wants to help people and does it in secret so nobody even knows he even exists. It's the ultimate feel-good comic. Hmm. He's Captain America meets Force Gump. Aw. So, so when when That's Nikki gonna awesome. look up and realize I'm here? <laughs> oh, hey, Chad. Hey. I even brought my own mug. So finally, I I, I don't know. It just decided to work. <laughs> okay. Right. Know this. Yeah. Why are there so many good comics coming out? In addition to all the Marvel stuff, I'm <laughs> gonna go broke. Yeah, I yeah. like this DC reboot has already gotten me buying like way more books than I already am. Plus Secret Wars, and then eventually the Marvel kind of reboot. And now DC is actually easy. DC is actually easier to like give up in singles. I think theirs yeah. translates a lot better in graphic novels. For sure. Anyways. Um, and I just have no money in general, so... <laughs> so I, I don't know how I'm going to get to read any of these. <laughs> Alright, so next up, I'm just going to go quickly through these so we can move on to Marvel. Um, next up is uh, Private Eye, uh, the deluxe hardcover. It's Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin's um, webcomic that... Uh, they del- they released as a pay what you can kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read the first couple of chapters; they're pretty good. Um, Snot Girl um, by Brian Lee O'Malley and artist. Sounds like my Mike. kind of comic. <laughs> Snot Girl is funny and effed up. It's full of fascinating characters you'll love to hate. Uh, Lottie is a huge success. She's blog famous. Her online persona is flawless and fun, but her real life is filled with woes. She has terrible allergies. She just got dumped, and her blogger friends don't understand her. Things turn around when Lottie instantly clicks with Caroline, a new girl on the scene. But can she turn chemistry into friendship, or will she ruin everything? And it's called Slot Girl. Interesting. Interesting. Virgil, original graphic novel, or OGN? Yeah. Yeah, original graphic novel. Um... Betrayed, beaten, and banished by his own, an outed cop fights his way across Jamaica for revenge. Um, Steve Orlando is the writer, and the artist is J.D. Faith. Um, this is a brand new queer exploitation graphic novel on the streets of Jamaica. Hits the stores uh, September 2015. 
Art looks cool. Mm-hmm. Queer exploitation. I, I like that. All right. Next is um, Hadrian's Wall. Uh, writer. Oh, it's the creative team behind Cowl. Um, Kyle Higgins, Alex Siegel, and Rod Reyes. Hmm. Uh, Are they still doing Cowl? I don't know. Because I bought the first trade, and I've been waiting for the second hmm. one, but I haven't seen it. Um, in 1983, tensions between the United States and the Soviet Union, again, um, <laughs> culminated with uh, nuclear detonations in New York City and Moscow. In the decades following, the two superpowers found peace through a partnership focused on building the first colony in space. But now, 70 years later, a new Cold War simmers between Earth and that very colony. That sounds really interesting. When um, will man ever learn? <laughs> And then we have Accent by creator and writer slash artist Shane Davis, uh, who I think he did the art for uh, Superman Earth One. Um, oh. In Accent, yeah, uh, teenager Eric Morn's life revolves around gaming. He quickly finds himself locked against a vicious player, only to realize the game Accent has, has carried over into the real wor world with apocalyptic consequences. Sounds interesting. Um, Faster Than Light, written and drawn by Brian Haberlin. Um, it's an interactive storytelling experience launching in uh, September. In the very near future, we discover the secret of faster than light travel. Suddenly, the universe is wide open to us, but are we ready for it? With all the idealism of the original Star Trek and the grit and immediacy of gravity, the story of humanity's first thrilling and terrifying adventures into the stars takes flight. Star Trek and gravity? I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, every issue features Anomaly's free, cutting-edge, augmented reality app, which makes it look like interactive holograms are coming out of the book. Ah, that's interesting. Well, so it's sort of, in a way, it's kind of taking a page out of what Marvel's been doing with yeah. the augmented reality. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. But instead kind of implementing that into the story. Yeah, instead yeah. of a behind-the-scenes thing. Oh, I was, funny thing, actually, I was, I was thinking this morning, how could you create full-motion comics, but not within a computer, but, like, right in front of you, so... That would do it. Yeah, that would be so. Hmm. <laughs> Somebody already thought about it. Dang it. You could still apply it to different things. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like with any I, comic book idea. Like you I could know, have but, one space western, but focus on different things. I, know. I wanted bragging rights to be the, the first, <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right, so Expired, written by Jimmy Robinson, art by Richard Pace. Um... It's a five-issue supernatural crime series. Uh, a homeless war vet ends up helping a ghost who is connected to an old coin-operated parking meter. He can only see and communicate with her as long as he feeds the meter. <laughs> he has to solve the murder before the city replaces the meter with a modern version and before the killer finds him. But who's going to believe a homeless guy who looks like he's talking to himself? That's really interesting. Seems like fun. Don't know if I'd pick it up, but might give it a look. Oh, I, I like it. It's got this kooky aspect to it. This sort of weird crime thriller aspect. It's interesting. Um, the One Percent 
Um, critically acclaimed writer, artist, director, Kyle Andrews. <laughs> I hope he's not watching. I don't even know. Um, in the 100, yeah, 100, in 1%, they own more than half the world, and Renato Jones is going to even score 1% at a time. Dark neo noir tribute. Art looks cool. All right. Yeah. Ringside is an ongoing drama written by Joe... Can somebody say his name? Joe Ke Keating. Keating? Yeah, that's Keating. good. Keating. All right. With art by Nick Barber, colors by Simon Goh, and letters by Ariana Maher, set around the world of professional wrestling and coming from Image Comics this November. The artistry of performers rotating as cogs in the corporate machinery of an industry built to sell myth to the masses. That's quite hmm. a way to put it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like if you like wrestling, <laughs> even if you don't, it might still be cool, but it seems like a interesting concept. All right, and that's the image, uh, all the image news. That's the image, all right. <laughs> image, I really... I'm intrigued by Image because they always sort of, again, coming into Image with fresh eyes, they always sort of break the mold with what you can do with a comic book, you know. For the longest time, again, comic books were just superheroes, but now Image, you know, always sort of finds new and interesting ways to take the medium and show it in a new light. That the, especially when like, I look at something like Ringside, I mean, it's like, oh, they're showing kind of like the political... Uh, corporate aspect of wrestling like that's that, even, it's like even something like um that one with the um the parking meter yeah yeah uh, expired like it's yeah. a, he's a war vet who's now homeless i think like all of it kind of speaks to some aspect mm -hmm. of society in a different uh way um, which I always appreciated about these creator-owned works. Um, yeah. And it looks like they're going this, like, for a very long time, it, it's, at least recently, it's uh, science fiction or yeah. sci-fi something. I'm, I'm not, based I'm not, something. That, not that I'm complaining, but it just seems like every time I pick up an image comic, it seems to be related to that. Yeah, uh, right, so right. it'll be... In, it, it'll be nice to have a little bit of break and go towards supernatural, noir um, yeah. mm -hmm. thing. I don't know, the, is Odyssey, the, the Matt Fraction book, that's, is that Image? Yes. That's Image, yeah. See, that came to mind was Nameless and, and Image. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Odyssey, yeah. Those are the two ones. There's a lot of, like, they've kind of carved themselves a nice, unique niche in terms of, like, sci-fi fantasy stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, Image is built to be more than just that. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll the, and the cool thing about Image, too, is it's not an entirely shared universe. You can really do whatever you want with... Yeah. Not, it's not books. 90s Image. It's not <laughs> 90s Image. Oh, God, 90s Image. Those, those aspects are still there, though. We still got Spawn coming out. <laughs> Every Tuesday, we see we get more Spawn in that store. Spawn? Who? Why? What now? <laughs> but yeah. Right. Um, 
So I guess we'll spend a little bit talking about um, Marvel. Uh, what are you guys excited to pick up? Oh, oh my goodness. If if I could pick up anything. Um, <laughs> it's funny because actually right in front of me, I, I went to my local comic book shop and I picked this thing up. So this thing has like everything. Shout out to Heroes World. <laughs> ah, Heroes World, yay. Hey, uh, it's a good shop. <laughs> it's a good shop. It, it's no silver. No. Should I say that out loud here? No. No. Support all comics. I love. I love all comic shops. I love all comic shops. Heroes World. They got uh, nice guys are working there. I, there are very nice guys working there. There are very. I just. <laughs> I just part of my soul. I left that black canary. So uh, I don't know if you guys find it. Can you please return it back to me? But uh, no, your soul is theirs forever. Anyway, okay, no. anyways, come on. anyways, Joe's Marvel. got to get to work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, I don't know. For me in particular, I mean, it's to me, it's a good jumping-on point for Miss Marvel. I have read a couple issues, and I love it. You know, from just a personal standpoint, that's something that I really like. I'm looking forward to. So hopefully, this new number one. I mean, that that'll be a new jumping on point for me. Yeah, I'm the um, same way with Miles Morales. I've wanted to get into his books for a while, and now that he's actually part of the universe, that'll be part of the universe. Well, in July, they're coming out with ultimate collections of the Miles Morales run, so I'm looking forward to picking that up. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the Avengers stuff. I'm I'm more intrigued than like excited because I'm like I mean like they got a good team working on it. They got like Mark Wade, you know, Adam Kubert, like some some really solid people. But I'm like I'm not like crazy about it. But I'm like this could be interesting. Hickman's so, not like, doing it anymore, is he? No, he's not. No, he's. They're uh, they're all like Marvel's losing a lot of its biggest players. Uh, mm -hmm. Rick Remender, uh, Hickman, Hickman, Kelly DeConnick. Um, of course, Matt Fraction has been writing for Marvel for a while, and um, there's another name. Can't really remember it at the moment. Um, those are the only three that I'm aware of, but. But yeah. It'll yeah. be interesting because those are basically most of the heavy heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, but they have uh, Charles Soule now uh, exclusive because um, Charles Soule for a while uh, wrote for both DC and Marvel. Mm -hmm. um, now he's like a, a, has an exclusive deal with Marvel, I believe. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jeff Lemire so, in three books. Yep, Jeff Lemire. <laughs> Joey and I so called the ex him writing X Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> X, um, X who what no? <laughs> uh, I just realized he's writing the extraordinary X Men, but they didn't do the cool pun to make it an X. <laughs> extraordinary X Men. <laughs> uh, it, oh, it's, it's quite a few um. Like X Men books. I mean, like again, like X Men are their big heavy hitters. So of course, they'd probably have to write some X Men books. Yeah, um, but I think I'm, I'm most excited for all new X Men just because that's the book out of the three that looks the most like, yeah, classic X Men. Yeah, yeah, it has that. Cause like, isn't that what the original storyline was? It was like the X Men from the past come to the present time or something like that. It was something oh, like man. that. All new. All new. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
So maybe they're continuing that motif because it seems like that. I mean, they have Beast here who is pre, yeah, um, pre pre mutation Beast. Yeah. So I'm more looking forward to Lemire's Extraordinary X Men. Um, I'm rereading New X Men, and I just picked up the hardcover for Volume One of Astonishing X Men, and like I said it in um, when I tweeted out the picture um, that that's really the neo quote unquote neo classic era of X Men. Um, mm -hmm. Grant Morrison really like redefined um, X Men. And I think it came out like 2001, so that was 14 years ago. Holy crap, I feel old. Um, <laughs> but anyways, like, I feel like Jeff Lemire is going to be another one of those, like, this is going to be a defining X-Men yeah. run. Um, I have a complete faith in how he writes, so... You're Wait an Avengers on. fan, Shaz. I'm, I know, I'm... <laughs> Shame on me, I know. I, I don't know, I didn't grow up on X-Men, but um, I, I really do appreciate them, and I don't give I don't mind giving them a read every once in a while. You but it's not really... Uh, Grant Morrison's new X-Men. I, think I really know. should. I, I really do love Morrison. I think uh, his recent multiversity really pulled me into his kind of stuff, so I think eventually I'll give it a read. I, I heard it's weird. But like I like weird stuff, so it's, it's Morrison. How normal can it get, right? <laughs> oh yeah, normal. That's not in his vocabulary. Um, I think the general consensus on talking comics is that we're all excited for the Ultimates because oh. Galactus is in on the team. Like, <laughs> Who, who's on the team? Galactus. Galactus is on the team. Just just slightly overpowered. Slightly. Yeah. I'm just I'm looking I'm, at. I'm this. guessing he's he's a villain though. I don't know if he's a part of the team. He's just there. Well, according to like this image here, they're all kind of standing on his hand. So it's like. Oh. Oh well, yeah. Captain Marvel looks pretty comfortable, like perching yeah. her her foot on his, the finger <laughs> there. <laughs> so maybe 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 Galactus is like the. Um, maybe, maybe this is like an them all on the mi missions because <laughs> I can't imagine it being a fair fight if Galactus is on the team. Well, you know what? You you never know who they might be fighting. Maybe they're fighting some Celestials or something, or a couple Beyonders. You never know. Maybe maybe they maybe. need maybe they need a Galactus. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna skip the X Men and Spider Man books. <laughs> I counted. I'm picking up like. 21 out of the 45 titles. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that but is, I have the luxury, too. I, I have the luxury, too. Um, working at a comic book store, really. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep rubbing Don't need it. to rub it in our faces. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're, if you're very serious about comic books, try to work at your local comic book retailer. It will help out so much. <laughs> Um, yeah. Last piece of news, uh, it was announced that um, Francis Manipal will be leaving Detective Comics, um, which is really sad because I really liked his run. Um, is he leaving after the first arc of the new stuff? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, is he going to leave mid-arc? That's weird. But, no, uh, no. no okay. and, and especially because oh. he and um, 
I think it's Brian Gelato. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they were just they're just writing it, so it's not like Francis Manipal is doing the art mm -hmm. too. Um, Maybe this is, means uh, that uh, Robot Gordon Batman will only be around for like one arc, and then they'll <laughs> go back to doing a more traditional Batman. Bunny, Bunny Man, Robo Bunny. Yeah. Robo Bunny. Yeah. Commissioner Gordon even calls it that. Oh. I called it that first. <laughs> I saw the picture and I'm like, Robo Bat Bunny. <laughs> should have trademarked it. Should have trademarked it. Um, but yeah, DC has been interesting. Um, I think with the DC, I mean, I, I'm not trying to sound fanboyish here, but it's like they're taking kind of a page out of Marvel where they're they're shaking things up a bit. That's always they're, been the case, though. They've always been borrowing from each other. <laughs> true, it's always it's always been the case. Of course, like you look throughout history, but like you compare New Fifty Two to what they're doing now. With New Fifty Two, everything to me, anyways, was pretty uniform in like yeah, design. Yeah, they were trying to get uh, like content. a streamlined continuity, established universe, mm -hmm. all yeah. generally the same. That worked yeah. for new readers, I believe. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. well, it mm -hmm. got me more into comic books. Yeah, right. right um, yeah, it, it was a very um, traditional kind of comic book line, you know. Yeah. For me, I'm an old school DC fan, and by old school, I just mean before the new, <laughs> the new Fifty Two. Um, but I. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm really looking forward to else DC has up its sleeves. Yeah. Um, I picked up a lot of the number ones and yeah. um, I'm reading action comics which I'm really loving. Um, I have to go back and reread, or not reread, uh, I have to go back and read Greg Pak's uh, like when he started writing action comics because um, Greg Pak is one of those... <sighs> Sorry, I disappeared yeah. for a second. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we didn't notice. <laughs> oh, 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 ouch. Um, keep on interrupting, Shaz. <laughs> I know. It's my first time. I apologize. I apologize. You're nervous. Aw. Oh, I'm, I'm sweating a bit. And, uh, <laughs> anyways, oh my goodness. Anyways. Um, um, but yeah, uh, Greg Pak is one of those writers who can um, really connect you to the character that he's writing. Um and he did that. He does that really well with Superman, which I think you you really need to um, connect with Superman to enjoy his stories. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, read Action Comics. It's read pretty good right comics. now. Forty one, forty two. You can um, you can start there. Yeah, I, I like all these new. Uh, again, kind of continuing off my my previous thought before I left. Like now that I see the new lineup, it's it's not only just new stories, but it's new art styles. It's new. Yeah, no. I think they've gotten um, new colorists too. I believe mm -hmm. because yeah. a lot of the stuff looks like brighter. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of like 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 they see the success and stuff like Harley Quinn and the Batgirl, and they're like, you know what? This is kind of like what. Mm -hmm. they're, they're like expanding upon that now, you know. Which yeah, and is, you can really see that with the um, We Are Robin and with mm -hmm. um, Doctor Fate looks really different. And has I love them. both of those titles, by the way. Yeah, they're, I read the like, preview for Doctor Fate and it looks really good, but I might pick it up and trade. Mm -hmm. And then We Are Robin is awesome. Yeah. Oh, 
Spe speaking of Doctor Fate, um, they're also making a new Doctor Strange comic. Uh, which I think Joey would be interested in. Oh, that's on my list. That's <laughs> on your list. Battle oh, yeah. Axe, Doctor Strange. So <laughs> Jason Aaron writing Doctor. Jason Fate. Aaron, that's though. The important I part. I know. I, I feel like you know. At first, we're all concerned, like, what are they doing with our heroes? But then you see the writers, and then you're like, okay, all right, so this, yeah. this has a chance of being good. This is bringing it back to Marvel. We're on DC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you, Shaz. You're so easy to tease. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The internet made me very paranoid, okay? <laughs> anyway. um, so. Anyways, we should let Joey go, go to work. Yeah, he has I got to head out. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, thank you for joining me, guys. Um, this is uh, basically what we talk about every Wednesday. Um, but yeah, I, I um, lost my mug. Where's my mug? <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't anything in it, anyways. So, <laughs> all right. All right. Um, thank you for joining us and starting your day off the nerdy way. I am Nikki Alfaro. You can follow me at on Twitter at I am Asian Batgirl. Joey Matthews. You can follow me at JC underscore Mats. And uh, Shaz, or yeah, Shaz, just Shaz, and you can follow me at the Flip Pack at uh, Twitter. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, to all you Americans, Happy Fourth of July, and Canadians, Happy Belated Canada Day. <laughs> <laughs>